Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, it's Brad Williams and Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by White Cloud e-cigarettes. We're not saying you should start smoking, but if you already do, awesome. And if you've ever wanted to try an e-cigarette, these are the ones to go with. White Cloud e-cigarettes offers over 20 flavors. That's almost as many as Baskin-Robbins. 20 flavors and 6 nicotine strengths. It's cheaper than other e-cigarettes that you'll see at convenience stores and with much more variety. White Cloud e-cigarettes sponsors comedians they've been doing it for over two years now they've also sponsored uh comedy festivals like the boston comedy festival and the orlando indie comedy festival if you've ever been curious about trying an e-cigarette i have well the fling is the low cost no commitment way to do so and the fling offers same day ups shipping on orders before 6 p.m eastern but is there a website? Customers can go to WCECigs.com. That's WCECigs.com. But we want to make sure our listeners get them for cheap. So is there a coupon code? To get 25% off of the order, use the coupon code ALN Podcast. That's ALN Podcast at WCECigs.com to get your White Cloud e cigarettes today. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night Podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Huh? Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, listening on your iPhones, your Androids. Um, Brad and I uh, really appreciate the support. This podcast is so much fun to do, and we've just been getting kind of overwhelmed with the... uh, the amount of uh, support from you guys recently, um, uh, you know, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, so many people have come up to us at live shows uh, wearing ABLN shirts and uh, just expressing their uh, their love for the podcast, and it really, man, it makes it even that much more fun to do this because uh, you see comments and tweets and all that, but to get face to face confirmation that uh, you guys are really. Enjoying it is the world to us, so thank you so much. Um, today's bonus episode, man, Brad and I had a lot to talk about. We, uh, of course, did the uh, Shrine Auditorium uh, last weekend that was incredible. 6,000 people. It was Jay Moore, Ralphie May, Gabriel Iglesias, Eliza Schlesinger, Brad, myself, and Tenacious D. And it was incredible. Uh, so we break that all down. Uh, we also get into my first at midnight appearance, which hopefully you all saw, uh, especially the surprise ending. Uh, if you haven't, go on Hulu and search about um, or at midnight. Uh, go on Hulu and search about last night. And when it doesn't come up, then write a bunch of hate mail to Hulu for not putting our fucking podcast on there. No, search at midnight on Hulu. And uh, the episode aired April 7th, Tuesday. It was myself, my uh, best buds, Andrew Santino and Jessamay Peluso, also former ABL and guests. It was the most fun ever. Brad came with me to write jokes. And uh, we get into that, too. And then uh, our buddy Mark Saratella, uh, hilarious comedian, buddy of the podcast, uh, runs the Comedy Juice shows all over the country. Go to ComedyJuice.com. Uh, they have shows in New York, L.A., Irvine, uh, Pasadena, San Diego. 
Mark is a hilarious dude, and uh, he stops in for for some uh, headlines, kind of some some Jay Leno uh, news. We do we, we break down the news. We just uh, there were a lot of hilarious uh, headlines and on CNN.com. So Brad and and Mark and Adam they, they broke down the news and uh, had some some topical discussion, uh, some very funny insight into a lot of. <laughs> I can't do that for too much longer, or I'm going to start talking like Jay Leno for the rest of my life. I feel like it's one of those things like where your parents go, don't cross your eyes because you don't stay that way. I feel like it's that same thing with Jay Leno voice. Like, don't talk don't talk like Jay Leno too much longer because then you'll always talk like Jay Leno. Uh, Mom, that was not you. Um, so uh, this is a bonus episode, a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, we still got a, uh, another episode coming up on Monday, uh, but we wanted to get this out. This was stuff that was fresh that just happened, and, and Brad and I hadn't done uh, a little bit of, uh, of Just Us for a while. So, uh, of course, follow Brad on Twitter at FunnyBrad. Follow me on Twitter at AdamRayComedy. Follow Mark Saratella on Twitter at Mark Saratella. I will be at the San Diego La Jolla Comedy Store tonight. And tomorrow, two shows, 8 and 10 both nights in La Jolla, California. Come out the Comedy Store. Get your tickets at ComedyStore.com. Brad Williams is in uh, Las Vegas tomorrow night at the South Point Casino doing the Dirty Show at 1230. Uh, get your tickets on Vegas.com and go see Brad in Vegas. And, of course, go to AstoyMerchandise.com. Get the ABLN merch, T-shirts, mugs. We got new shirts, new mugs. Uh, get, get your merch. Support the podcast. We're at All Around Town. And, of course, continue to subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends to subscribe on iTunes so you can uh, continue to get all the episodes. And, of course, listen to past episodes on AboutLastNightPodcast.com. We've got some really dope guests coming up. Uh, I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say it yet. But uh, just know that the next few months could be really fucking crazy guest-wise. So with the tour dates out of the way, the merch info out of the way, the Twitter handles out of the way, now sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special bonus episode of the About Last Night podcast with Mark Saratilla, Brad Williams, and me, Adam Ray. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast. <laughs> we don't know how to start these when there's no guest. Okay. What do we do? We both just kind of look at yeah, each other. Yeah, we kind of look at each other like, you, you, you can do something? You can say something? You can touch it? <laughs> wait, wait. Our, our, I, I just got a flash into every <laughs> fucking first date of Brad's where he's just sitting there awkwardly after he's run out of I mean, fucking clever dwarf jokes. Yeah, pretty and, much. And, and she... <laughs> <laughs> and run out of of cool sports memorabilia to show her. Absolutely. And, I mean, there's only so many John Elway jerseys that I have in my apartment, and and, and they've already eaten the chicken olive bread. <sighs> I mean, yeah, and sitting there on the <laughs> patio, and he goes, "So, uh, you can touch it." <laughs> <laughs> and how many times out of ten does that work? Oh, well, here, well, here's the thing. And answer the fucking question. Oh, because there, there's there, there's a backstory. Because this is kind of actually my move. This is not <laughs> this is not too much of a stretch. Well, it's I think it's every guy's move. <laughs> Right. At some point, it's just you don't you're don't be so obvious about it. Don't just say, "Are you going to touch it?" Right. But that's you say you say like you know there's a that's I, what we're thinking, and then she's thinking, "Does he want me to touch it?" Yes. And and by the way, answer always yes. There's never a time when the guy's like, eh, "Not feeling like you want to touch it right now." For sure. But I think you don't want them to touch it right off the bat. 
Well, no, I, w- I would want to wait at least a minute and a half. Jesus, <laughs> chivalry, <laughs> table for two. That's what I do. I don't know. No, but there was a there. There was a former. Uh, there was when I was on the road, Mencia, and uh, and I had just uh, gotten single, and we ca- we kind of covered this story in our interview with him. He told me he's like Brad. Here, here's what you do. Just you you get the girl in tour bus, and then you take your dick out. Jesus. And I would do that a lot. <laughs> I would do that. My mom's listening to this. Oh, okay. Hi, hi, pudding. Uh, but, Jesus. So but you- and, and 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 the and the logic behind it was is either something happens or you got a great story. I, <laughs> I have to assume that that's like. By the way, I, by the way, I've stopped doing that. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> that's, just that, that's, yeah, that's, that's not be, that's you not. You should have opened happen. and closed that story with that. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm glad I didn't have to see you do that on Saturday night. Um, right. But you know what? I feel like even if you did, I would have touched it. And, and all 6,000 people would have touched it. Uh, oh, I would have taken it. I, I, I cannot stay hard long enough for 6,000 people to touch it. Somebody isolate that audio and send it to adamray at gmail.com. There you go. That's not my email. Um, <laughs> but uh, we perform on the K-Rock April Foolishness Show. Yes. That's uh, the, the, the reason for this bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first time... Your third, third, yeah, uh, and at the shrine, at the shrine auditorium in Los Angeles, which is right across the street from USC, where we both went to college. Yeah, the uh, last time I was near the shrine, I was mm-hmm. stumbling out of that Denny's at like four a.m. back to my fraternity. I know that Denny's very well. Yeah, to possibly you know try to memorize a monologue for acting class the next morning. And questioning why I'd eaten six plates of hash browns. Uh, I don't question that decision at all. Thank you. I, I, I think it's a damn good one. That's why you're at this table. Darn so right. this was a much cooler reason to be there. Yes. Um, because it was the Kevin and Bean April Foolishness show. 6,000 diehard Kevin and Bean fans, diehard comedy fans. Right. And, uh, you know, I just got off this tour with Divine where it was 1,500 to 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. So I at least was warmed up for uh, that sort of audience. You know, more than a comedy club to 300. Right. But 6,000 is a significant upgrade. Yeah. Because, A, the venue is just epic. Like, Bob Hope hosted the Oscars there. Yeah. And, um, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish played prob- concerts there. I, I'm assuming that they did. Darius and- Rucker sang his Sweet Timbers of, <laughs> Only Wanna Be With You. Which, by the way, I did that in my sound check. And two oh, people yeah? in the very back laughed. And then one guy goes, Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Still love, still love for the hootie, which is what their comeback album should be called. Still love for the hootie. Um, but uh, you know that that size venue. I know they. You know when you did it at the Gibson Amphitheater the last few years, which mm-hmm. is uh, inside of Universal Studios, which has right. now been transformed into the Harry Potter ride. Ah, son of a bitch. Which is some fucking <laughs> bullshit that we'll get into later. But um, yeah, what the hell, man. Uh, the lineup was was incredible. It was uh, it opened with Eddie Pence, uh, who, who won, won a con- yeah, who won a contest. Right, he beat over a hundred comedians who submitted for this thing. A lot of great comedians. A lot of great comedians. Uh, a lot of fantastic comedians. Some of which may be sitting on a couch uh, in the same room as us right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and 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 he and he was chosen, and uh, he got to open up the show, and he did great. Yeah, he killed it. But it, it's weird because. People see it as like a contest when they're like, ooh, he won this contest. So he's brand new to comedy. No, Eddie's been around. Eddie's a great comic. He's a a damn professional. There were people giving him advice backstage like, okay, here's what you do. And Eddie just kind of laughed like, hey, you act like I've never fucking done this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like when they they started doing the last Comic Standing show, they thought, we're going to find someone who's never done comedy before. 
guess what? If you've never done comedy before, you're not funny. Mm-hmm. That that's just how it works. Uh, so yeah, uh, Eddie started off great, killed it, and then next was uh, Gabriel Iglesias, who was going second because uh, he had literally flown in an hour uh, hour earlier from Las Vegas, was doing his set, and then flying back to Vegas to do a show. He he did his show in Vegas later that night. Did he really? Yeah, that's why he had to skeet out of there. So yeah, quick. so that uh, that's why that's why he went first. Um. That was crazy because that's you know you, you would think on most shows that guy as powerful uh, sure. as he is on stage would close, but you could say that about most of the acts. Yeah, so he crushes, mm-hmm. uh, and the intros are brief. It's literally like crush, and then uh, a new set of people: Ralph Garman, Kevin and Bean, Doctor Drew introed you. Yep, um, I had our buddy Dave Sanchez and Beer Mug. Uh, there you in- go. Intro me uh, from the Kevin and Bean show, and they. Uh, uh, bring me out, and uh, and you're and you're on and you're on after Fluffy, yeah, and right. So there's so, no there's no yeah. real buffer. It's just like, all right, you saw that. Now here's something completely different. Now when you saw when you saw the lineup, were you excited to go on after Gabriel? Were you yeah. a little nervous? A thousand percent. No yeah. no nerves. All I I just didn't want to have to go first. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what, man? Don't even start getting like nitpicky about anything sure. like you're this you're is, on the show yes there's there, there's six seven monsters and on the show and, 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 then, you're, and you're one of them and i think at this point too and we've talked about this where when you start to kind of massage the line like, this is why i don't do this uh you know at comic clubs where do you see you know there's few instances where like if you're if you're on a show and there's maybe like 60 people in the crowd and mm-hmm. and you talk to the other comics and it doesn't matter if you go up early because you've got, let's say, a flight that night or something early the next morning, you pick and choose when you want to kind of like you pull those cards. Sure. There are people that do it a lot more because they just want to go. It's not where they'll make up a reason. Right. You know who you are, comedians. That'll do it. And Rita, then Rita Rudner, that bitch. <laughs> she always comes in the laugh factory. And I, goes, I have to go on second. I got to be honest. The way you said that right there, it made me feel like she heard that one. <laughs> like we've 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 jabbed her a lot, jokingly, but at some point, <laughs> one of these days. at some point, the popularity of this podcast will spread into the ears of somebody who's close to her and yeah. go, "Do you realize these guys?" <laughs> fuck with you almost every episode and she's gonna go what <laughs> see a, i just did it again that's a perfect way to run her impression how she, sounds. she yes yes she sounds like an african gray parrot that that you just stepped on her tail what yeah exactly <laughs> perfect jesus <laughs> sounds like a villain from the crash bandicoot vi- uh video game series yes crash bandicoot w- w- was referenced i could have gone Sonic the hedgehog but that's too popular something from the sega family exactly um so uh, anyway, if you're listening, Rudner, please do not shoot a harpoon at my or Brad's head. Yeah. Because I feel like that would be our weapon of choice. It would be something unorthodox. Yes. You would look at her and go, okay, it's yeah. mace, it's pepper spray, it's, you know, maybe. No, but, it, but it's Rudner. So she, she's, come, she's coming at you like a Bond villain. She, she, she's not going to just have a gun. It's yeah, a she probably comes from a weird laser. family of like where they've like she's got a weird long lost cousin who like makes weapons. <laughs> so he's like, I tell you, if you ever come into contact with a podcast duo who fucks with you on a daily basis, you need to take one of these homemade harpoons and shoot it inside of their poons. Shoot it inside of their poons. <laughs> oh God! Shoot it inside of their poons. By the way, is <laughs> I think I rented that last week. It was, it was okay. It was all right. I mean, Uh-oh. so so much plot. Welcome I was like, just, I was like, just get to the fucking. Oh, Brad is never, never satisfied with porn plots. <laughs> never. 
Um, all right, so I go up there, and mm-hmm. h- how do you say I did? You, you, dude, you did fantastic. And I'm sitting there on the side of the stage watching you. Like, a, like I, I don't want to say a proud father because you're older than me, but I'd say like a proud uh, second cousin. I like that. Yeah, and uh, just like I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of, and I'm kind of nervous for you. To be honest, sure. I've seen I've seen you do a thousand shows, seen you crush a thousand times. But at, like I was telling Kevin and Bean for months and months and months, like, dude, you got you gotta get Adam on the show. You gotta get Adam on the show. He's gonna be great. He's gonna be great. So there was a part of me that was like, ah, oh, fuck. My reputation's on the line. Yeah, yeah. It's it, 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 and you're out there representing the podcast. So uh, I was I was thinking, all right, be good, be good. And you just went up there and we, yeah, we didn't talk about our set list or anything. So you didn't. I mean, no. but you. I think we both, you know, recognize at this point that like we're, you know, we when we need to deliver, we deliver, and yeah. we don't we don't ever have phone it in sets. But no, and but especially I'll, in front of six thousand people, you're gonna be like, all right, well, I'm gonna try this new thing, right? But you know how uh, much I was looking forward to it, and how much I wanted to do well. So maybe yeah. there was a, something that seeped in that was like, dude, maybe he just fucking panics and forgets his joke, <laughs> or actually drops an n bomb, or. <laughs> Fucking just takes his dick out and goes. Wah! Brad told me to I do didn't know this. What to do. Yeah, Brad, yeah, Brad told me to do this. Um, hey man, uh, I forgot my set. The uh, no, let's keep talking about me. But okay, so, uh, okay, sorry about that. but I just want to you tell people how I finished my set. Uh, you finished well. First of all, you did, and th- th- this was so much fun for me because I read a bunch of reviews, and you did a joke where you referenced the uh, Ducktales theme song because right. it 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 is. Adam Ray, yes, and Ducktales theme songs, yeah. pretty and much also, your bread and butter. Sure, but I also don't do that <laughs> joke. I don't. I didn't do it at all on the uh, Divine Tour. Nope. Um, and I just haven't done it in a while because it's it's somewhat um, specific to the to a generation. But like mm-hmm. with a big comedy crowd like this, that was so like just you know full of a good mix of people, young and not you know there was no like sixty year old people there. Yeah. Um, but uh, to hear 6,000 people, if you haven't heard the joke, I think it's online somewhere, mm-hmm. but um, where I do it, and then people, you know, do it just out of nowhere, and then people do the, well, in the context of the joke, and 6,000 people woo-wooed back. <laughs> that was a fucking powerful feeling. Right? I felt like Tony Robbins, who had just said some sort of, like, great, inspiring, like, and if you... And if you build the the house, then you will live in it, and that means you are winning. Or whatever. And, and, and then, like, 6,000 people just go, we're winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. like, oh, wow, they believe this shit. Yeah, some uh, sort of, like, powerful priest praising preacher. Say that five times fast. <laughs> powerful priest praising preacher. Not bad. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? So that was... Uh, yeah. and, then, and then I got off on a high note. All right. Yeah. So, 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 But I love reading the reviews of the show because every single review I, I read spelled uh, woo-woo differently. <laughs> yeah. There, 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 there's not... <laughs> <laughs> a way that everyone could come together no. as, as a group and be like, okay, all right. When we're when we're quoting DuckTales, how do we spell woo woo? Yeah. Can we figure this Some out? I had woo hoo and I was like, Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? Yeah, you're doing the fucking Homer Simpson. Woohoo. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. Uh so then uh Jay Moore goes up, crushes because he's Jay Moore. Yep. Uh and he's a veteran. Yep. And then uh Eliza goes up, yep. crushes because she's Eliza and a veteran. Yep. And then Brad Williams goes up. 
And destroys. Oh, okay. <laughs> and destroys. I was going to play it up, but yes. Uh, also I, goes I out and opens with a Ralphie Mae fat joke who is following <laughs> Brad and goes, sorry, they took a little time bringing me out. They're prepping the floor for Ralphie Mae's entrance, <laughs> yep. which was which was met with a with a lot of ooze, yeah. but more laughs, but yeah. the laughs then turned into ooze, yep. and then more laughs because Brad's like, yo, this is my third time. And yeah. then he follows that up with, did you miss me? Like the fucking Joker in Batman. Like that was, I, I was like, wow, dude, this guy's cock is outside of his pants. And, uh, and, then, and that, but that sucked because they, they didn't even notice my cock was, at, was, was outside my I pants. I know, dude. It's out there dangling in the wind. No one's giving any love. Well, that's, hey, lesson learned. So <sighs> True. you crushed, you, were, you, were, you worked the stage, you look great. Thanks, man. Uh, I, I, I was wearing a vest. Yeah. That's a that's your vest. That's your the, the, your vest and tie combo from that you wore in your special. <laughs> that, that's right. When whenever I have a really powerful show, I go for a power vest tie combo. It's good, man. You look good. Yeah, thank you. Sir. Yeah, thank you. Sir. Uh, so you crushed, and that was great. And uh, and just you know, and people, you could tell you're you're a fan favorite too. It was fun, uh, and you got the closest thing to a standing O. Yeah. You also you give no choice for people not to do it, which is pretty great. Do you know what I mean by that? No, I have no, I have no idea. Tell you, tell me more about me, Adam Ray. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, how do I fluff the audience? Well, you just you <laughs> the way you finished, and then the way you kind of like really, you finish strong, but then you milk it. Like I, you know, you yeah. there's the way you, you. I mean, I I made sure to kind of like when I finished, you know, put my hand up and really kind of like took two or three seconds to go, thank you, blah blah blah. This mm-hmm. is awesome. But then I turn around and left. You fucking like. People, when you ended, they knew you were you ended. Yeah. You like you you took your time. You walked you walked up into like the um you know almost like your spot to stand for like where the spotlight was gonna hit you. Yep. Um, you know, and just kind of like milked that moment, and, and it just it built, and you really like you know it was uh, the way that like when uh, in a Broadway musical when the last guy comes out to bow really right. milks that fucking bow. Damn right. You milk that moment, and people get excited. People get excited for those milk moments. <laughs> I think I, I think you just like all right. Got milk out. <laughs> Get excited for those milk moments. It's the it, it's the new slogan. Hey, sweeping the nation. We gotta fuck, man. Get excited for those milk moments. <laughs> come on, da- come on, dairy farmers. Hire Adam Ray. He's doing stuff with Hyundai. Can you imagine his voice? Like, get excited for those milk moments. Well, clearly you've never done a voiceover. Nope. <laughs> I'll tell you never. what it would be. Ready? So you give me a scenario, and I'll, and I'll tag it with the voiceover. Uh, all right. So uh, here, here's the scenario. The, uh, this uh, son comes home, and he's all mad. Cause, yeah, because he just got cut from the basketball team. Uh, damn it. I for sure thought I was going to make it this year, and, but fucking Tommy Jones beat me out again. To- Tommy Lee Jones. He's 85 <laughs> years old, but still playing high school basketball. And uh, he, he's just really depressed. The girl, the, the girl he asked out didn't say yes. Aww. And then, But then his dad comes over. Huh? His dad comes over, and he says, Son, I, 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 I've been there before. And he pulls out a glass of milk. And he hands him the glass of milk, and he says, "Let's share. Let's share some milk together, son." And then comes the catchphrase: "Get excited <laughs> for these milk moments." <laughs> I was like half uh, the Saturday Night Live guy. <laughs> get excited! <laughs> get excited for milk moments. <laughs> no, actually, or, or maybe it's more. It's either that, like the almost like the uh, uh, like the Comedy Central sarcastic hype guy that's like an all-new comedy central the daily show like that guy or it's like carl's jr like get excited for milk moments or (laughs) milk get excited for these moments 
<laughs> you know, just really dry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, anyway, yeah, so then, but, but I so you milked it. It was great. You crushed. People got up. Half the crowd, half the six thousand got up. Um, I was still seated because I was like, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> I was the only, I was the Boo Earns in the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, but um, I tell you why I do that, and and it's not uh, in my head. It's not to get a standing ovation. It's not to like. So I'm looking at the audience like, huh, eh? yeah, Like it, it's not do that. It's because uh, I do that show maybe once a year, maybe once every other year, and I'm not playing to six thousand people often. So I I really kind of. I've done my set. Now I want to take my time to really look out in the audience and go, holy shit, this yep. is awesome. Yeah. Because we're not a Gabriel Iglesias who does that kind nope. of crowd every night nope. or Ralphie May who the, who then followed me. Ooh. <clears throat> By the way, Ralphie May follows me and then he heard the joke that I made about him, yeah. obviously, because then the next 12 minutes are... 12 of his 20 minutes oh, 12. were midget jokes. Were midget jokes. And killer and midget killer jokes. And killer midget jokes. Holy shit, were they good. And I, I asked him about it afterward, and I was like, dude, did you plan that? Because you saw you were going on that. He's like, no, nah, you just said that. And I was like, all right, now I'm going to talk about Brad. Yeah, and I heard him say on Kevin and Bean, because I asked him, like, how do you do that? How do you just have that much material ready yeah. to go? And he goes, man, you've been doing it as long as I do. You got 20 minutes on everything. And I'm sure I'm sure he does. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can bring up milk moments, and he probably has <laughs> yeah. 20, he probably has 20 yeah. minutes on that. Yeah, for sure. You know, so, uh, and then, Ralph, then Ralphie crushes, and then uh, he ends with a finger-banging joke that somehow gets the audience to uh, sing Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Yeah. I don't know how that happens, Yeah, but he's a damn master. Yeah, and, when you're a pro, you can pretty uh, much get the crowd to do whatever you want. And he did, and it was great. And then uh, the show was closed by Tenacious D, Jack Black, Kyle Gass, which was fucking incredible. So much fun. Uh, and what was even cooler about seeing them perform was to only know that Hours before, in their green room, when Brad and I barged in to be like, we're on the same level, we're two feet away, dressing room wise. Yeah, we don't know when we're gonna ever see you again. So we're on the same up. show. Yeah, There's a legitimacy. What's up. There's we're you know yeah. So we walk in there, guys. How are you? And then before we leave, we're like, all right, we'll have a good show. And Jack goes, we got to do some sort of uh, send off, some sort of hoorah. Like guys, what are we doing? What's the chant? Hands in. Yeah, and, we and put the hands in. And just so you guys know, Jack Black. Whatever you think Jack Black is, that's exactly yeah. who he is. Hilarious, like, he, expressive. He doesn't stop that. I mean, I don't even want to call it a character no. now that we've talked to the guy. Because yeah. it's not a character. No. That's just who he is. Yeah. He's, he's like, I, I, can't really, I can't do the voice, but he's just, he talks like Jack Black. Yeah. He, 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 he's, he's got the beady eyes. Yeah. And he's just saying like, all right, so what's the catchphrase yeah, going to be? What's the catchphrase? He goes, hands in. Hands in. Yeah. So we put him in and then I go, Hakuna Matata, dude. He goes, little skeptical, but let's try it. <laughs> and then he goes, but we got to whisper it. And so we all go, oh, cool. oh, cool. I'm like, oh, Matata. and throw our hands up. Yeah. And he looks at me and goes, good call. Good call on the Matata. <laughs> and then goes, all right, let's do it, guys. And then we went back in there after the show, hung out yeah. a little bit longer, talked to them some more, uh, you know, got the ball rolling on a potential podcast. We hope that happens. Uh, and uh, and took a few uh, pictures, which obviously we posted on the Instagram of, of us, uh, yeah. of Brad spread across our laps, <laughs> which was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so that was just a, a bananas night, and then, um, you know, it, 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 it was just a lot of good friends. Mark Saratella got to come hang with us backstage and be at the show, and, and that's always the coolest shit, man, when you got your, uh, yeah. your buddies and you had all your pals. And, I was uh, shocked, because, like, Jay Moore was there, and he just showed up by himself, and, like, a lot of other comics just showed up by themselves. Uh, I'm, I'm from Southern California. I brought 
everybody. Like yeah. I like I brought you know I brought my family. Uh, and by the way, my uh bro- my brother in law Kevin, who I talked mad shit about in my act, but uh seriously, he's a great dude. One of the most stellar dudes on the planet. Ste- stellar guy brings a uh. Not, not brings a traveling suitcase full of booze. Yeah, the mobile bar. No one else brought booze, so guess whose dressing room became the hangout spot? Yeah, mine. If he was a traveling like magician or clown juggler, <laughs> you'd be like, "Whoa, we're gonna see a great show tonight." Because exactly. that's a big suitcase. <laughs> if you love to drink, then you were even more excited when you found out what it contained. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, so much booze. Yeah, so much, and everyone was just uh, kind of in the dressing room, just drinking, hanging out, and it felt. Good. This is not like we said. This is not a typical show for us. So it felt nice to share it with people to have uh, to have friends there. And then uh, the after party. Uh, I, I I didn't plan to have the after party at my apartment, but no. But you knew it was happening. Yeah, you're a hoster, man. I'm close enough. Yeah, you were I'm there. Close, yeah, and uh, I, I said everyone fucking show up, and I have expected them not to. They did. Uh, people brought pizza. Solid move. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just a, a great after party. It was uh, it just everyone. There no drama. No one got. There were no fights. No nothing. It, it, it was just an unbelievable night. And if you're lucky enough to be in that audience, first of all, thank you for supporting and yeah. uh, supporting those. There great were a lot charities. of podcast fans there. That was there cool. were. Yeah. Which was. So, it's always. By the way, it's I'd always say probably so cool. five thousand of the six thousand were obviously ABL listeners. I mean, that's why. I mean, at first they were going to have it in the YooHoo room at Flappers, which seats about <laughs> thirty people, and then that's why. Well, we got Adam Ray and Brad Williams, and their their fans come out. Can you so, imagine if 6, either 000. one of us had been like? If you're an ABN listener, make some noise. <laughs> and literally, like, you hear, like, just coughs and just maybe good. just Mark from backstage going, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just one guy in the back, like, Clooney Bloops. <laughs> Rony and the Quest. Oh, man. Uh, well, the other, the other uh, cool thing that happened this week that I want to uh, talk about before we get to our, um, our bonus guest and our, our bonus. Uh, um, segments mm-hmm. uh, I did at midnight for the first time. Yeah, you did uh, with uh, with podcast uh, uh, guests Jessica Peluso and Andrew Santino mm-hmm. at midnight. Uh, great show. Hardwick, the man, knows what he's doing and right. is giving comedians a great platform to be funny. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and although we had been petitioning for a uh, Brad Williams Adam Ray combo show, which will happen, it, 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 I have no doubt. No doubt, especially after what happened, for sure. Because <laughs> um, that show is is just perfect for you because it's it's, um, it's quick jokes, it's mm-hmm. riffing, it's. Everything you're great at, yeah, and then to have, which is why I brought and, you with me yes. to help me uh, write jokes. Because basically, how the show works, um, you know, different than Chelsea lately, where you you get your topics a couple hours before, and you got to write as many jokes as possible. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Sometimes all the segments get in. Sometimes Chelsea skips them. Sometimes she cuts them. And you just got to on the fly adapt. Right at midnight prepares the shit out of you. First yep. of all, they have they pair you up with a writer to come into your green room, and they have a bunch of shit. That they've written for you to either get the ball rolling for you that you can pick from, sure. or just or you know come up with your own shit, right? Which we uh, which we did. We yeah. were, you know the writer who was with us had some great shit, and uh, and we picked some of that. And uh, this guy named Jared who's hilarious, um, and then uh, and then Brad uh, and I started just the way we do like on this podcast. Like he'd say something, then I would tag it with something, then it'd make him think of something else, right? Then, you know, and, and, just, then you, and, and then you riff, and then you and we had a clean had a clean hour or so to do that, which was great. That we didn't weren't rushed with it. I I love that um uh, I I had told I I told a couple people that I went with you 
And then when the show aired and you told the uh, Manatee Kardashian joke, yeah. my phone blew up with like three texts going like, that was yours, wasn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah. They, they know that, it, that, it, that, it, that if it's a Kardashian joke, it, it, it probably came from me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was just so much fun. And to watch you out there with Andrew, who is fantastic in Jess M.A., who was just awesome. And I, that really made you comfortable, didn't it? Yeah. Like, like and that's why they want there. those pairings to be sure. that, uh, you know, have the rapport be uh, established like that because they want you just to riff and play. And mm-hmm. even though a handful of the riffing stuff that, that uh, happened uh, was made it in, there's so much that got cut. But, you know, that's that's I mean, that's what they want. They want to get as much yeah. funny as possible and then have a lot to pick from. Right. And for, and for anyone who saw the episode, uh, one thing that did get cut that I just want to say was damn genius. Andrew Santino, Roni in the Quave himself. Uh, Andrew Santino mimed juggling uh, dicks and throwing them up in the air and <laughs> dropping ca- a few, dropping a few, picking them up, picking them up, throwing them up in the air and catching them all in his ass. <laughs> and, As I, and I started a clap. Yes. I started it like You're it was a like, fucking circus trick. I started going like that, and so the whole crowd is doing that, and Andrew's in front of the podium, yes. mime juggling these dicks and then catching them in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he called back to it, I think, one more time, yes. and they cut it. And, and they cut it, and, it I, was, and I watched it like, how do you I know, cut I know. juggling dicks? It was so funny, dude. It, it was so funny. Um, it, 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 it was so great. And then, uh, so, uh, as we're walking out to actually do the show, um, Santino looks at me just like, okay, dude, here's what we're doing. If I get eliminated... Uh, you, I'm gonna say like I'm taking my stuff or whatever, and I'm getting out of here. And then you come up and like grab onto my leg, uh, l- like a koala bear, yeah. and uh, I will drag you off stage. And I was like, all right, that sounds like that sounds like a yeah. plan. And then I turn around and I go, wait, wait, that's my dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> Which by the way, <laughs> that sitcom should have been made in the '80s. That's my dwarf <laughs> coming on right after Small Wonder. <laughs> it's Small Wonder followed by That's My Dwarf on the KTLA Power Hour. I don't, know why uh, I, don't know why I use a radio term, but whatever. Uh, so uh, yeah, he says that, and I was like, well, fuck you, man. You yeah. Know, yeah. Bring your own dwarf. Yeah, like, exactly. If there's any bit that's happening, it's with me. Yeah, you're goddamn right it is. So then I go, well, what, I go, well, what if you win? He goes, oh, then I won't do it. I go, yeah, then I'll do it. I go, <laughs> and because uh, uh, I never thought about doing anything because I just, well, my head wasn't in that space. I never and thought also, about it either. I didn't know, it's the first time on the show, I didn't know right. doing any sort of crazy stunt like that if it was going to be um, welcomed. Sure. So, um, Thankfully, it went. It got down towards the end, and, uh, and I looked down, and I looked down at my screen before the last game, and I'm like, "All right, I'd have to get like ten thousand points to win, or a thousand sure. points." All right. And so I look over, and Brad's standing behind one of the cameras, always in my eye shot. And I mm-hmm. checked in with him like three or four times, and then in between one of the cur- commercial breaks, when it looked like I was going to lose, <laughs> I, I I like motioned to him. I go, "You're going to jump," because you know. Then it was like, "How are we going to do it?" Like, yeah. he, I didn't want to fuck it up. It had to be seamless. He couldn't run sure. on stage, and then we stop and pause. Stop, and, go, and then I go, gonna, "Get on my back." And yeah, I didn't yeah. want to have to say anything to him because. Nope. Fucks up the whole bit. Exactly. If the timing isn't seamless. It's not funny. Right. If there's any sort of hesitation of you, like if you try to jump on my back, but then I'm like, no, 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 I was gonna grab you. It's yeah, it's fucked up. Fucked up. Uh, so Brad, I look at him. I go, dude. I go jump, and then I put my arms. Out, I go, and I'll catch you. Yeah. And he just does a salute, like fucking got it, got it. And, and and that's the thing. We're saying it because it because it's the podcast, but no words were exchanged. No. It, it was, <laughs> I just was like, I did a mime like Brad jumping, and then I put my arms out and catch, and he just nods and does a salute. I got like, it. it. It was like fucking Stockton Malone. Yeah. You know, the, you, you, you just kind of look and go, all right, we got this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever their signal was for the pick and roll, that's what we just did. Exactly. And, and so uh, – Well, but then – and I got to tell you this because they got word of it. 
they got word that that was going to happen. <laughs> they saw, they read the fucking sign language. <laughs> That's a sign for j- jumping dwarf in the hands. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> so um, the the uh, stage manager comes over to me and goes, uh, "Hey, we found uh, we found out, we found out what you were going to do. Uh, we have to clear it with Comedy Central. We got to get some we got to get some lawyers involved, and we got to and we got to make sure that this is okay to do. We got the right lights and cameras. We're like, okay, we'll find out and then get back to me. Yeah. And uh, so they come back to me and they say, okay. We can't do it because uh, Comedy Central is afraid that if you jump on Adam, you're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. And then, or uh, hurt Adam. Or, or you yeah. both fall. Or yeah. hurt Adam. Hey, and, then and guess what? It's that, not going to go. That did cross my mind for a moment, like sure. the potential traumatic <laughs> emergency situation that could have evolved from that. Absolutely. Um, but uh, I fucking didn't care. Yeah. But honestly, I was, you know, it's just like. Yep. And uh, But I also was like, dude, we're best friends. If I can't, if you can't jump into my arms and I can't catch you exactly. like on one take, then maybe we shouldn't be friends. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how uh, Urkel and Eddie Winslow broke up for one episode. We're like, you can't catch me, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and so it happens. You so, jump, you run out of state. I, I lose, I look down. Right. And by the way, the, the all the sign language signals that went down to to uh, establish between us what was going to happen mm-hmm. happened in about four seconds. Yep. And immediately when Brad does a salute, Harvard goes, all right, welcome back to Ed Midnight. And then it's like, and Adam you know, with the points is going to lose, and I do the whole speech, and yep. then you know the seamless run. If you haven't seen the episode, it's on Hulu. Uh, uh, look it up, and yeah. uh, it couldn't have, it couldn't have got better. And the picture you posted on Instagram was hilarious. <laughs> and then and it was great too because I didn't know I was like, all right, when I catch you, when I caught you perfectly, yep, uh, and uh, and stood up, and then I was like. All right, you got to turn around and just like like face the audience because I think I go good night. But your yeah. quick little wave, yeah, just like see you guys later. Yeah, oh, so great. And then uh, Hardwick played it along and uh, gave us both high fives as as we're walking out, which is perfect. Now, and like I said, they 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 had told us uh, that it was not going to happen, it was not going to work. And in my head, I'm like, okay, that was a good idea. Oh well. Oh, so you would? Oh, I didn't know that. So oh, you had basically just been like, oh. Like, I'm the reason – I'm putting the kibosh on this. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. And so I'm sitting there. Which by the – okay. And then I'm like, well, obviously they're going to tell Adam, and uh, then it's just not going to happen. So but you thought somebody would come tell me. Yeah, but no one told you. So then you go out there, and it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to take everything and get out of here. And I look at that like, well, now I can't not do it. <laughs> you, 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 you can't – Go out there and say like, Brad, come on, and then hold your hands out for a for a dwarf to plop into your hands, and then no dwarf falls into your hands. That <laughs> what can't if, happen. What if what if they did tell me and it was a different Brad and they just didn't tell you that it was so it's like I go, Come on, Brad, and then Brad Garrett comes out <laughs> and like you trip over him and I got him, right. <laughs> this is my Brad Garrett. And I fucking carry him off. <laughs> well, I mean that you I mean that would be an injury <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, that's that's not gonna work out. But uh it, it, it was so cool to see you do it and uh so cool to see you have fun with Jess Man Andrew and uh just I, the show went well. It's a great show. Yeah. It uh at midnight on on Comedy Central and you will definitely be back. I think so. And and I can't uh, imagine that you won't be back with me. There, there it, it's going to happen people. It's um, happen. All right, now we want to shift gears a little bit and uh before we wrap up, we've got about 20 minutes left uh before uh this bonus episode concludes. Yep. Um we there's a we haven't really done this before, but I was on CNN.com a few uh, days ago and today, and I was just – we've joked about, like, the headlines sometimes, how sure. cra- how just 
you know, crazy CNN. It'll be like, you know, uh, you know, plane goes down on the Alps, 200 dead. And then it'll be like, you know, Oprah, you know, swears she's not eating fucking crackers anymore. <laughs> like, just like, you know, and then Kardashian right. gives birth to uh, to first baby. And then fucking, you know, yeah. E. coli found in every person's, you know, shit or whatever. You know, <laughs> Bill Gates wants to turn shit into water and he, then blow that like. He did, by the way. Yeah, he did, by the way. Which, <laughs> which is, is, and by the way, that's ridiculous. how great it is to be rich. Yes. He has enough money to have enough to afford enough downtime yes to be able to conjure up thoughts like i wonder if we can drink our shit water <laughs> i have the amount of money that affords thoughts like i wonder if i can buy a printer and the fraggle rock labyrinth combo dvd <laughs> and when you find out you don't you absolutely buy the fraggle rock labyrinth combo dvd <laughs> yeah. which because, which because <laughs> you know you imagine can i come over to your house and print up some sides later <laughs> oh, okay no problem yeah. uh but there's there's hilarious um news stories on cnn.com and uh and we'd like to bring in guest friend of the podcast mm-hmm. friend in real life right uh, to help us commentate on these news stories um because uh he's uh a great comedian he's a, a sniper friend. he's a he, sniper he he he's a comedic sniper you guys you're, have a different guest uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we Mark, do. we wanted you to introduce who we're talking about. <laughs> Coming out of the bedroom. Come on out, Harlan Williams. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, no, how's Mark's it going, buddy? What, what is it? That was my Harlan. Oh, nice. It's just kind of a slow one. Yeah. That's it. But um, Bill Gates is turning shit into water? Yes, yeah. he did, and he drank the first glass of it. Yeah. It's like, I'll just be dehydrated then. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, you're... <laughs> Options are de- dehydration and severe muscle cramping, or you drink yeah. shit water. Tell you, are we also running out of Gatorade? Just something that I. <laughs> <laughs> are we running? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like Gatorade. Is it in you? It's like Gatorade. Uh, is it in you? We mean the poo. Is it in you? Because you got to drink that now. Yeah. Good luck. You're right. We have run out of drinks. You go to any grocery store. There's no drinks in there whatsoever. Uh, one of the news, so I'm just going to read some of these news headlines and stories, and we'll just discuss because they're super interesting. And I was having my own hilarious thoughts, but I was like, well, I would love to hear you guys um, c- commentate on these. So the first thing was the uh, the Duggar family, right? TLC show, yep. 19 and counting. Yep. By the way, did you guys have a 19 and counting joke when that was out? I feel like everybody did. It was probably along the same lines of everyone, just something along the lines of putting a cork in putting a cork in a vagina, right? The thing that we all write, right? Guys, <laughs> don't don't leave me hanging. I was I was not okay. I was not the only one that thought of a cork inside the vagina joke. Yeah, it's also like they they, they didn't show nineteen and counting because like they couldn't come up with like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, I uh, what was my joke? I I did, it was like uh, I said. Uh, well, I think I just did like the alternate titles. Like it's okay. called Nineteen Counting because like ripped up pussies was like not <laughs> was not TLC doesn't yeah. you know because it's, also, it's a Nineteen and Counting. It's like it's a redneck dozen. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Uh, so the first of the nineteen Duggar kids yep. had a baby. So the first of those nineteen kids has now had their own baby. So yeah. my question is, how many do you think she'll she'll have? And and an over under. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do believe Vegas is taking odds. I just don't know. Like, if you had nineteen brothers and sisters, like, I, like, there's I'm, no way you like all of them. There's no way no. you know all yeah. of them. No, although they do a lot of family stuff together. So, well, you have to. There's nineteen of you. <laughs> this is also where like Jack Daniels and Jim Beam could come in handy because <laughs> we could hire those two guys to kill these people. <laughs> 
There's also, I would like to think that there's eventually, there's enough separation between like kid four and 17 that they might fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have, you have 19 not, kids. Not, not like in And the not even f- know it. They're just drunk in a bar. Like, That's and then what they I'm wake saying, up in the morning. Man, no, you don't you're know going, who all your siblings you're are. Going into your house, what are you supposed? You're like you walk into your house and you have to look at the family portrait every night before you go to bed, or before you walk out to go to the yeah. bar. Really? Like, all right, all right. Don't fuck all these people. Or maybe you've got flashcards in your back pocket. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a game, game of guess who. Game of guess who. Every night you go. Guess out. who's inside me? Hopefully not my family. Oh God, <laughs> God, that that's a spinoff. I did. I didn't even think about that, but now that you're saying, yeah, because number 19's probably like. Uh, almost 30 years old, and number four is like two or three. Yeah. And then the kids grow up, and uh, maybe maybe they move away. Maybe they come back. Can you, can you imagine being on Tinder? <laughs> and just going through, saying like, ah, cousin. They've probably got their own app for... <laughs> <laughs> just trying to hang out with their family. They, you know, you know what? That's the. It's called the Duggar app. You take a picture of the person you're about to fuck, and and within five minutes, it it notifies you. Yeah, it tells you like, uh, okay to fuck, not your relative. <laughs> you're fine. Or holy shit, do not touch that. Do not. Yeah. Oh my god. I've learned so much right now. I didn't know you weren't allowed to fuck a relative. <laughs> Wait, where are you? I from? gotta leave the city <laughs> oh. <laughs> and hire a lawyer. <laughs> uh, also, who is this family going up against in Family Feud? <laughs> <laughs> Themselves. That's where they're like, can someone cut the, contact the Brady Bunch? Like, that's not enough. They're still eleven short. That's not enough. <laughs> we need the Braves. We need the Partridges. We need the Flintstones. <laughs> and, and now we're here. We have the Duggar family. Duggars, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Mary. I'm Tom. I'm I'm Barry. I'm I'm Brad. I'm Mark. I'm the, all right, that's all. That's all the time we have today, everybody. Uh, yeah. Next time, maybe the Douglas will actually play around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be a terrible moment too when your mom was like, "Did I give birth to you?" <laughs> Just to check. I don't. <laughs> you seem familiar. You've got a familiar face. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, if, if if you're the neighborhood kids and like maybe you have those parents that like don't aren't good parents, like don't feed you or don't cook for you or don't. Buy you food? Just head over to the Duggars. They're not gonna know. They're not gonna know. They're, you're just gonna be like one more person at the table, like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that's Jesse, and and just say it, and just say it with enough like gravitas in your voice, like, yeah, I'm your brother Jesse. Totally. Okay. By the <laughs> way, enough with these numerical baby shows. Like sixteen and pregnant, nineteen and counting. It's like. <laughs> You're you're making me 32 and fucking lonely, and, and 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 that's you know a because of just the family aspect, but also like you know it's just it's too much. Like just we don't need to follow the pregnancy process. No, there's a, we're following it enough on online of our friends. And it's also encouraging. That's causing enough people. problems. What's that? It's encouraging these people to do this. Yes, you know yeah. there's some family out there with 18 kids. Like we gotta fuck more. <laughs> you got to have more kids. Yeah, no, yeah, you yeah, don't. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, our lives depend on. Our careers depend on. <laughs> um, all right, this is someone contact saggy titties. This is <laughs> saggy titties. <laughs> this is maybe my, uh, my. But seriously, somebody do contact saggy titties. This is um, maybe my favorite story I've heard. Okay, in the last. I'd say five years, but I don't even know in the last five years if I've heard a story that I've liked more than this. <laughs> okay. Fast food outlet Burger King will sponsor the wedding of an Illinois couple. Not just any couple. These are the nuptials of Joel Burger and Ashley King. It's the they Burger accept- King wedding. They accepted the restaurant's chain offer to pay for their July on Monday. We are very appreciative of Burger King and can't thank them enough for their generosity, said King. It all started after their engagement in October. The couple had a little fun with the name coincidence and posted a Burger King restaurant sign for a photo. They were interviewed by a reporter in Springfield, uh, and Burger King got the wind of the article and immediately was interested in the happy couple, tweeting 
uh, for help to locate them. And okay. on the front page of the fucking um, – well, okay. So Burger King tweeted, Mr. Burger and Ms. King, is this real life? Please help us find this amazing couple. Hashtag Burger King wedding. <laughs> <laughs> great, great hashtag ever, by the so way. So the <laughs> Illinois State Journal Register, the front page, the front page has this headline. Burger marrying King is Whopper of event. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, some staff writer was like, nailed it. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. They met in kindergarten, it says. They grew up together That's in insane. New Berlin. In fifth grade, classmates Joel Berger and Ashley King were asked to stand as student council representatives during an assembly. He said our names to the school and then laughed and pronounced it together. We were Burger King. <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> I hope they announced your divorce at a McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, if I'm there's the, no, they're getting married just for this. I feel yeah, like. and if, if I'm these guys, I'm I absolutely hyphenate my name, so so every time it's like, yeah. hi, I'm Ashley Burger King. They're like, what did you just say? And, and, and then and then you walk into any Burger King, show them your credit card, and they're like, oh fuck, well, now, they're here. <laughs> Yeah. Get free food. No, it's okay. If they're smart, they pull like a. They make like the same way Subway made Jared just a normal fat guy, the spokesman. Yeah. They yeah. need to like make a, a line of commercials with these guys because like Burger King, like who is, is it? Still the king of the the mascot of like. Uh, it's who's not, there? It's that not, would be great if Jared just showed up. Like I'm going back to being a fat ass. <laughs> Watch this here, Burger King. Well, I feel like he's gonna have to anyway, just to get another round of commercials. Sure. Uh, but yeah, but uh, I don't think they have a mascot right now because it used to be the creepy king. Uh, and now it's not the Creepy King anymore. Although they should get married by the Creepy King. They really should. Yeah, that fell flat. <laughs> the Burger King, King guy was just like, I'm not going there on principle. <laughs> <laughs> on the fact that you thought this was a good idea, I'm not stepping foot in that building. Yeah. Well, uh, these people have now, have now inspired me. My name is Brad Williams. I got to find a girl with the last name of Sonoma. And then, uh, and we, then we we can do that thing. And I don't think you guys know that store, really or, or, <laughs> or else that joke would have hit a little, <laughs> a, little a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. Is nope. that a wine? Is that a type of wine? No, no it's, like it's a crate and barrel. Yeah, it's like a crate and barrel. Uh, Williams Sonoma. Yeah, there. It is. Where? What part of the country are they in? Here. It's oh. like Brooke Williams. Yeah, Brooke Williams. It's maybe all that. The, maybe all their signs are really low, and we can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You got me again, Williams Sonoma. <laughs> Um, would you guys marry like what would what how crazy would the last name be of somebody for you not like I'm trying to think for each of us what would the combination be that could be as funny you know I think if they had the last name that uh, the teacher had in South Park I would not marry so my kid would be like uh, you know Matt chokes on dick like that like that was the teacher's last name in South Park right so yeah so what what could there be for what like Oh, you mean like like the like this the blank Williams wedding? Like for me, it'd probably be like if my wife's last name was Gun or oh, yeah, the, of Light or <laughs> you know Ray, the or, Ray of Light wedding. Yeah, like or, or just Ray, Ray, Ray. Yeah, the Ray, Ray wedding. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it's then it's, it's like nine thousand black people just show up. Yo, Ray, Ray, getting married? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I was wondering who was going to go there. Uh, so me or, or the. Uh, <laughs> Or, or yeah, like something like like Saratella. I think you're pretty much safe. I think it's just been not not if there's like someone out there is like you've been cheating on me, Saratella. You've been cheating on me here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that you've been cheating on me, Saratella wedding. I could tell you've been cheating on me. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like a fuzzy bear joke. Like Saratella, you've been cheating on me. Waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, like unless see the worst thing would be is if like you. You have your name or whatever, and then you fall in love, and then someone, some like serial killer or like some rapist comes out that 
they have your name. So it, it's like, oh, I met uh, 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 Jenny Henderson, and it's the Williams Henderson wedding, and then some rapist comes out. And he's like. Williams Henderson, the most notorious rapist of all time. Yeah, like, for sure. fuck! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jay Leno hit this pretty hard over the head with headlines. Like, I think there was like a, oh, well, we're all getting ready for the uh, gay butt wedding, you know? <laughs> it, was like, it was like John Gay and Susie Butt. Which, yeah. First of all, it's like, and some of, some of them were probably doctored, because sometimes mm-hmm. it was like, you know, yeah. the, <laughs> it was like, you know, the, uh, oh, this one's going to be great. This is, uh, we're all really excited for the uh, spaghetti boner wedding. You know, it's like, <laughs> all right, man. That's, you know, you just clearly photoshopped that. I've said this before, and I used to have a joke about it, how my mom and stepdad, um, you know, have kind of encountered this issue. Because mm-hmm. obviously my mom's, you know, real name is Carolyn, but her nickname is Puddin. Mm-hmm. And everybody calls her Puddin. Only, I think, uh, work... Um, you know, a comrades call her Carolyn. It's going to be more professional. Sure. So Puddin, and then my stepdad's last name is Cox. C-O-X. C-O-X. Okay? C-O-X. <laughs> but Puddin, Cox. Puddin Cox. Mm-hmm. And I go, thank God his last name wasn't Cox in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so so really, you're like, always look on the bright side. <laughs> Yeah. At least, yeah. at least it's just Puddin Cox for sure. Well, uh, that's why our friend uh, Jay Moore took his wife's name because he's married to Nikki Cox, and then so he hyphenated his name, so his name is legally Jay Moore Cox. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a joke. That's absolutely true. Uh, he, he is J, he is Jay Moore Cox. So uh, so uh, tweet him at uh, at Jay Moore thirty seven. But that's say, hey, we're only about this podcast. Your name is Jay, you're Jay Moore Cox. Now, what if your name was? Ha- Harry. Oh, oh everyone's God. really excited for the Harry Moore cock. <laughs> <laughs> this is also one of the things too, where you go on the surface, like as a dude, like hell yeah, more cocks, but no one is demanding more cocks. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one like bring in more cocks. Even the girls in the Bukaki videos always look surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what this was. I thought we were going to fucking uh, Benny Hanna. <laughs> Bukaki. <laughs> uh, all right, last Bukaki story. And and this is just crazy. Um, guy oh, crashes. Boy motorcycle okay hospital said uh if it was them they would pull the plug he was like in a fucking terrible oh, state yeah. girl goes no no no, fuck that he wakes up three years later mm-hmm. doesn't know his dad died doesn't know he was married wow. said in the interview i looked up and saw uh the girl who uh was my wife yeah was taking care of me and just thought to himself yay is what he said like oh, thank god like that's nice yeah yeah so my question to you guys is I would hate it. Like, what if, <laughs> well, if you did look up, I mean, and like, what if, like, I was really hoping as, you know, for comedic purposes that he was going to be like, and I looked up and was like, ah, oh, really? Like, I didn't. I that's the best I could do. That's the best I could do. I've been faking it the whole time. When the fuck are you going to get out of here? <laughs> Although, I think this has given me the most genius way to get out of a, to get out of a marriage. You know, just fake being in a coma for three oh, months and then like come towards, I have no recollection of even marrying you. For sure. You definitely would wake up to, like, you're pretty possessive. <laughs> you stay here the entire time? <laughs> I don't know. That's a little too stalkerish for me. Don't you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the whole time? <laughs> the whole time? Really? Um, well, that just, you know, hey, that also, like, pounds home the uh, notion of, like, the hosp- I mean, the hospitals aren't always right. Pulling right? The pl- they had, I mean, they just, that was their advice. They were like, because they were like, yo, if we were you, we wouldn't fucking wait around. Yeah, you know? th- yeah, that's huge pressure on the that's marriage too. Crazy. To never leave. Pretty sure the girl's just hot, and then the doctor wanted to bang her. She's like, ah, uh, he's. Oh, it's like he just has a sinus infection. I'd pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally get rid of him. I choked him with the cord. <laughs> By the way, I'm a doctor. 
This Doctor. guy stubbed his toe. Pull it. <laughs> Pull it. Uh, wait. Let me see the girlfriend. Keep. Keep. Yeah, we'll treat him. No, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Walk it off. Uh, and lastly, and Brad, this is, should be exciting news for you. Yep. Disney is developing. I'm excited already. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's a one in five chance that, there, that, there, that there's a dwarf involved. <laughs> Disney, Disney is developing. Wait a, for it. A Pinocchio-inspired live-action film. Oh, God. Where the focus is on the relationship between the father and the son. Okay. So Geppetto and Pinocchio. All right. So I immediately see this and go, all right, I don't know if you can play the puppet or the wooden Mm -hmm. boy, Mm -hmm. but I think you can play the real boy. I can play the real boy or at least Jiminy Cricket. Right. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, now you just opened my head up to a whole different cast. Uh, the cast in my head was as follows. Brad Williams, Pinocchio. John uh, Goodman, Geppetto. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's in everything. Makes uh, sense. Uh, um, uh, Haley Joel Osment, Jiminy Cricket. Mm-hmm. But now things have changed. Yeah. We need to put up some different headshots on that casting wall. Sure. So, Brad, damn right. if you were cast as Pinocchio, and mm-hmm. I want Mark and I to both answer this, and you to answer this, okay. who would be your Geppetto? Who, who so basically, like, if you were to ask Jordan, who's your Pippin? Who's your new Pippin? Like, if okay. Jo- if jo- <laughs> Which, by the way... <laughs> who's your new Pippin? <laughs> That's a gr- that's a great musical. <laughs> now on Broadway, who's your new Pippin? <laughs> Starring Kristen Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Yeah, she's yeah. an actual Broadway. Not actress. to be confused with Kristen Chenoweth. Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Chenoweth. Chenoweth. Oh boy. I don't know. Yeah. Adele Adele Dazim. I don't know what the fuck her name is. <laughs> <laughs> tomato tomato. Uh, uh, so who so who would my Geppetto be? <laughs> so it's got so 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 it's gotta be an older dude, maybe kind of. Does it or I don't know? Maybe it could be Meryl Streep. She should range. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a part of me being a kid who grew up like with the majority of his life being in the '90s when uh, Ace Ventura came out. Like, yeah. I would want Jim Carrey as my Geppetto. Yeah, dude. That and you saw him play let that me guy. Snicket. Yeah, let me snake it. Uh, uh, Count Olaf, and you're like, that's kind of a Geppetto, just older guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, he could pull that he was off. Geppetto esque or yeah. Michael Caine, dude. Oh, because Ma- Michael Caine could be like, I've always wanted a real boy. And I've always wanted one. Where's a head the size of a tangerine? <laughs> I uh, I've got one for you. Okay, this actor is just about to get to uh, get out of his contract. Uh huh. Tilikum. Who? The lead whale at SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had you had you literally had me and Adam like wait who's this actor we don't know about? Wow, such a Hollywood moment. Yeah. Who's Tilikum? <laughs> who's Tilikum? Immediately I thought he's taking all the parts from me. <laughs> He's from Norway. He's got one name. <laughs> can, can we book him on the podcast? He's replacing the fucking One Direction kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, the whole scene with him being inside Monstro would be a little cannibalistic, but all right, whatever. Or, or and I think this is a logical choice, Tony Danza. <laughs> well, obviously. So let's just play out that scene real quick. Okay. Where finally my puppet turns into a real boy. Okay. So, Mark, you play the role of Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm, 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 boy, it's just... I, you know, I've been, I've been wishing and praying and hoping for, for, for years that, that, that to finally have a son. I got this, the, all these puppets, these clocks, this fucking cat and fish that, that just demand so much food. I, and I'm not making enough money to, to buy cat and fish food. So, <laughs> Jiminy, and you're a fucking singing cricket, and that's cool as, that's cool as all hell. Because I got to be honest, you got great range. When you sang fucking Michael Buble's Coming Home last night, can I be honest? I just about came home and fucked you. <laughs> so, that being said, do you have a smoke? <laughs> I've got two smokes, and we got something to talk about, Geppetto. You know, when I wish upon a star, I wish for you to have uh, a lighter, too. Because last week, we didn't have a lighter. 
you saw how upset I got. I I, ba- I built fucking six Asian puppets, <laughs> put them in the closet, and for a rainy day to maybe take outside and uh. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't know who Jiminy Cricket is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get in the character. Did you know, cricket. You know cricket? <laughs> Did he make Geppetto? Just be your guide. <laughs> Wait, you just said that Jiminy Cricket make Geppetto. No, Geppetto's the dead. When I don't have parents. <laughs> upon a star, right? That's Jiminy Cricket. Makes no difference who yeah. you are. Anything your heart desires will come. He was a little singing cricket you. that was like he, he was. Yeah, do, what was his song? Always let your con- always let your conscience be your. Guide. He was his little fucking like you know. I uh, thought Kanye West sung that song. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Well, it, 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 if he did, it would be like auto tuned to shit. Like and always let your conscience be your guy. I'm awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me swing this one over to Pinocchio over here. <laughs> Would you like to put All right, yeah. Let's close, let's close it up. Oh, well, anyway, thanks for your help, Jiminy. And by the way, you you uh, <laughs> you got to put some pants on at some point. You seem kind of out of it today. <laughs> you, seem, you seem a little out of it. You seem a little out of character. Uh, oh, boy. All right. Well, now it's just me and this puppet. Well, I'll just I'll do my Pinocchio mantra that I say to myself every night before I go to bed. Oh, Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio. Would you turn into a boy? I'm tired of having puppets and clocks. I want another person to interact with. Now let me just do my mantra. Mecca lecca high, mecca hiney ho. Who's the boss? I'm the boss. <laughs> Mona. Well, hi there, sir. Who the fuck are you? I'm Pinocchio. Holy shit. I'm your son. Oh, my God. I know. I mean, I wanted to do this on Mori Povich, but they were booked today. <laughs> but I'm your son. Aren't you happy to see me, Papa? What'd you bring me? I mean, I was just born. I'm pretty sure that's an unrealistic standard. Just think I'm going to bring you a gift. I brought you the gift of a son. Yeah, but when I wished upon that star, I wished that that puppa would turn into a boy and, and bring me some Playboys. Oh, well, I mean, I don't think I'm old enough to get Playboys. Yo, I'm freaking out. I ate a weed brownie before I came over. <laughs> I don't know if this is real. <laughs> and by the way, when I said I'm not old enough to get Playboys, the nose totally grew right there. <laughs> Totally old enough. And scene. And Coming scene. this fall to Disney. <laughs> brought to you by Milk. Get excited for milk moments. Uh, Mark Saratella. Thanks Mark for stopping Saratella, by. Having a lot of funny, as usual. Mark Saratella on Twitter. Uh, MarksComedy.com has yep. all my stuff. Yep, all the stuff. Comedy Juice. Uh, Mark runs it all over the country. Hit him up on Twitter. Go see him live. Do we have time to talk about Paul McCartney and meeting him, or are we out of time? Oh, we are out of time, but. Ne- next time. Uh, next time. Yeah. In two years, we'll, we'll talk about it. Real quick. It. Okay. Let's co- we met Paul McCartney. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories. Now go listen to more episodes on iTunes or your phone. Subscribe and tell your family and everyone you know. But what should I tell them? Well, you can just tell them that. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. 
Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.